Okay, Rabusa, we have Dach Samah Zayin Amad Alf. We're starting from Dach Samah Bav Amad Beis. Two lines from the bottom, the third one from the end of the line, the Mishnah. We learned what happens now. Okay, Miyaki Rishalayim Hayu Malavano So Atsuka Rishana. When the uh, the important men of Yishalayim would accompany the the uh, one who's going to who's going to call the sender, the one who's going to throw the goat off the mountain. They would uh, accompany him until the first sukkah. What's the sukkah? They built a hut, okay. And when they would, they would, they would, they would, they would uh, accompany him from hut to hut. Let's say, "Esr sukkahs bishlaim bad sukkah." We have one. The first opinion is what that there were ten sukkahs, uh, ten huts from Yishalayim until the cliff that they threw the animal off of. Tishim ris, which was ninety, uh, uh, ninety ris, okay, which is shevo machzeh lechomil, which is seven and a half ris. Per meal, so it came out that they were twelve meals away from the, from the from the Yushalayim to the cliff that they threw it off of was twelve meals. So okay, so now what's the problem? You have to realize they want to accompany him, but remember they even though he the the tchum, the the maximum amount that you can walk outside of your city on Shabbos is is rabbinic. So the guy who's the shliach, he has to extend. The, he's the one who's going to go throw it off the mountain. He, could, he doesn't have to worry about the tchum Shabbos, but everybody else does. So what do they, so what do they do? So the tchum is one meal. Okay, two thousand amos is a meal. So therefore what? So therefore you had two, you had ten sukkahs. So first of all, they made the four, first one one meal away from Yerushalayim. So he's able. They were able to go. The Tchum Shabbos from Yishalayim to the first Sukkah. And then between each one there was a meal. So now you have, so, okay, so therefore they could go, so each one would be, and they have people staying at each Sukkah, and they would be able to walk them uh, the, the, until, until, uh, until uh, 10 meal. Everything will be fine. I'll call Sukkah with Sukkah, okay, and for each and every Sukkah that he got to, Omrim, they would take them Hari Mazan, they take them Hari Mazan, Hari Maim, here's food and here's water. In case, he, in case he's too weak and he has to eat or drink. Well, see, he never did it. Also, and they would accompany him with sukkah to sukkah. From the, they would accompany him from one sukkah until the until the next sukkah, until they got to the tenth sukkah. Now the tenth sukkah, uh, uh, which was ten, which was ten meals, and then there was still ten. There was still two more meal from there until the cliff. But they didn't accompany him. The last one, they didn't. They couldn't get with him uh, for, to the to the cliff because because that was more than the, than the, than the maximum you can walk on Shabbos. So they didn't accompany him. Ella, okay, but rather, what did they do? Omid Rachav Guras myself. So therefore, uh, they just uh, they would uh, they would uh, they would get to the eleventh meal, and from there they would look on. That far they could go. They could go one more. They go the maximum Tchun Shabbos from the circle one meal. They they so they'd be meal eleven, and from afar away they would look out and see what he was doing on the cliff. Maya Osa, okay, what did he do when he got to the cliff? Cholak Loshen shows the He would cut the uh, the uh, the uh, tongue of of a uh, red wool. Uh, he would cut it into into two parts. Okay, chetzi or kosher basella. Halfway we would tie onto the rock. Chetzi or kosher al shnei kronov, and and and, uh, and half he would tie on the two horns of the of the goat. With the chafal achrov, and he would push it backwards, uh, often backwards, so it's not going to be able to. It's going, to, it's going to fall. He pushes it backwards. Then it rolls downwards, just goes downwards. It didn't get to half of the mountain before it was torn into in limb, to, limb to limb. Then he would come back. Then the, then the, the person who threw it off would come back and he would, he would, he would uh, sit at the last, at the last sukkah until it became, until it became dark. 
So now we said, we also we know the Pasuk says that the guy who throws the goat off the mountain, his garments become tummy, he and his garments. When is it? When has his garments become tummy? So the first opinion is what? The second he goes out of the gate of Yushalayim, of the wall of Yushalayim, his clothes become tummy. It's when he throws the animal off of the, off of the mountain. Off of the cliff. We learned Okay, so the first opinion we learned in the Brisa says in the Gemara that there were ten sukkahs and it was twelve meal. Okay, like our Mishnah. That's where Mayor. There were nine sukkahs and ten meal altogether. So now what's going to happen? In other words, everybody, uh, everybody would, uh, would 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 each time they would accompany him one meal. Okay, and the last, now the last one could 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 get with him all the way to the mountain. He says, no, there were five sukkahs and ten meals. So according to that, okay, if you have ten meal uh, for, for for five sukkahs, so there were two meal between each sukkah, and therefore what? So the uh, um, the problem is how are you gonna how are you going to accompany him more than a meal, which is more than Tchun Shabbos. So therefore he says and he says all of them Eru. All the companies had to have an Eru. They had to, they had, obviously they had to make an Eru. They had to set up a domicile uh, between sukkah and sukkah, which would allow them to which uh, so that the real domicile would be between the two sukkahs, so they could walk. They would have the ability to walk uh, um, to walk a thousand amas. To the to the to the domicile between and a thousand amas between the domicile and the next sukkah, so they could get there. Rabbi Yossi said, "My son said to me, he says, you know, just to to, to make a to make a uh, um, to make a an interesting point or a fun point. He says that uh, that uh, he says im okay I the Arab. He says if everybody's gonna be able to go two meal because they made an Arab that was they made a domicile." And in order to allow them to walk 2,000 amas, like you learned in Eruvin, so then you don't have to have five sukkahs. And he says, I can I work it out now. If you're going to make Eruvs, you're going to make new domiciles in between, so then I can have two sukkahs, and they could still make 10 meals. What do you do? Here, you make the first sukkah, let's say, four meal from Yushalayim. Okay, so what do you do? And the people Yushalayim will make an Eruv, and therefore they'll be able to, um, Eruv, let's say, one meal outside, so they'll be able to walk two meals. And then, the, okay, and then uh, the people you shall lie and will make an Eruv, and they, they'll, they'll be able to go two meal to the sukkah. Now, some people at the first sukkah, they'll make an Eruv, okay, and they'll be able to go uh, two meal to Yushalayim. So, okay, so now, so so two, so people go two meal from Yushalayim and, and stop in the middle, and people go two meal backwards from the sukkah. So therefore, they'll, they'll, no, they'll, make an Eruv, they'll make an Eruv between the first sukkah and two meal. So they'll be able to walk two meal back Backwards, so they'll meet in the middle at two at, at two meal, okay, and they'll, they'll they'll be able to walk backwards back to the sukkah. Then at the second sukkah, the same thing. They'll make the second they'll make the second sukkah four meal from the first one. Some of them, so the people the the people the the people at the first sukkah will make uh, will make an eruv. Some of the people at the first sukkah make an eruv so they can walk two thousand amas, and some of the people at the second sukkah make an eruv backwards to be able to go back two thousand amas. They'll meet in the middle, okay, and they'll meet the they'll meet, and then so the the people from sukkah one will stop at two thousand between sukkah one and sukkah two, and the people at, uh, from sukkah two will 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 pick up from two thousand before sukkah two and carry on. And now, also, furthermore, and some of the people in the second sukkah will make an error between the sukkah and the and the uh, and the uh, and the and the final cliff, which is only now, which is only two meal away, and they'll be able to and they'll be able to get up to the get, get they'll be able to get all the way up to the cliff. 
Okay, so you're just showing that theoretically they could do such a thing. Kaman Azlo Hadatanya, who does this follow? That's what she learned. Except for the last one, okay, who doesn't get to him to the cliff, but he has to stand from afar and see what he's doing. If we have such a conclusion, come on, Kramer, that's like Ramir, because the other two opinions that we just learned, they'll be able to make it all the way to the cliff, like we learned. So it must be what if that's the first opinion, that's Ramir Mayor, where the last sukkah is is two meal from the cliff and there's nothing to do. That's when he only gets one meal one meal outwards and he has to watch from afar. At every sukkah they get to, he says, look, he, he say, they offer him, they say, here's, here's food and here's water. They said, but it was never necessary. Nobody ever was so weak that he had to, that he had to take the food. What's the, what's the point over here? We have a rule that a person, there's a person who has food in his basket or has bread in his, in his basket is not like a person that doesn't have bread in his basket. A person who knows he has food and doesn't eat it is less hungry than a person who thinks he doesn't have any food. If you think you have food, you're not so hungry, as long as you have food. Maya also, what he do? He said that he, that he, he, he cuts in half this uh, tongue of red. Why is he why is he tie half on the goat and half on the on the rock? Why is he just tie the whole thing on the rock? The answer is what? Came in the mitzvah was there because since it's a mitzvah to throw the goat off the rock, we're afraid of the following. Maybe if he ties it all on the rock, so you know it used to turn miraculously, it turned it used to turn from red to white to show that they got an atonement. So maybe it'll turn white. And uh, before he throws it off, and he's gonna feel fine and he's there he's not gonna bother to throw the goat off. But since in order what okay, since he but now that he does this way. First he ties it on the rock, and then he ties it onto the goat. Okay, since he's busy with the goat, okay, he's not going to forget to throw it off because he has to. Okay, even even if it turned white beforehand, but since he has to be busy, he has to tie it on the goat. He's going to remember to throw the goat off the rock, off the cliff. I've an ectory Kool-Aid, Okay, bank run off. So they want you to just tie the whole thing on the, on the between the between the horns of the goat. That'll be fine. Since he's involved with the goat, he'll throw it off. Even if it turned white first, the answer is dim in the gummish later ratio because sometimes. A goat will tuck his head down, okay, and and therefore the person not, they're not going to be able to see if the if the red turned white. We learned Rishona in the beginning. First, what they used to do originally was they tied this tongue of uh, of red wool, okay, they used to tie it on the entranceway to the to the antechamber of the Beis Hamikdash from the outside. Hilbin, and then it would get white. I was making, they would be happy. They would see that everything was good, just it would like by remote control. Low hill, but if it didn't turn right, I could save him a spice, but then they would be sad and they would be embarrassed. So therefore, he's keen to, they didn't want that to happen on Yom Kippur. So they said they're not going to tie it on the outside for everybody to see it. They'll tie it on the inside of the doorway uh, of the of antechamber. But people still peek in and see. And if it was white, they would be happy. If it didn't get white, they were sad. Therefore, what? Okay, so therefore, what? So, she okay, so he's kidding. Therefore, they, they, therefore they enacted the following. So now that, that they enacted that they'll tie it halfway on the rock and halfway on the, and half, half of it between the, between the horns. They said, originally they used to tie it, and they used to tie this red uh, red string in the entrance of the antechamber from the inside. 
Hayamalbinim. Once, once the once the goat got to the desert, okay, we got out to the wilderness over there where it's supposed to be. It would turn white. The other shnasis mitzvah. That way means really when it means when he threw it off, they know that the mitzvah was done. Shenamar, as it says, okay, because the pasuk says miuchatayichem kashanim. If your sins will be like like red wool, okay, keshel gyalbino, they'll be they'll be they'll become white like uh, like like snow. So therefore, they 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 would know that everything was fine if I remote control. We said that when the Mishnah told us that the goat didn't get down to halfway through the mountain before it was it was torn limb from limb. What's the locha? The limbs of that goat that got torn, that got torn up on the mountain are allowed to get benefit from. Rabbi Shmuel, so it was machlok. Is Rabbi Shmuel chadamar mutari? One of them said that it's mutar, but chadamar asim. One said it's also mandam mutari. The one who says that it's mutar, you're allowed to get benefit to see. But now you, it's a little strange because usually everything after the abode is done. Remember, we learned there's no meila. You shouldn't get benefit from anything in the temple after its service is done. But to see by midbar, it says that it's, it's sent to the it's sent to the midbar. He has not suppose he sent to the midbar. Uh, uh, it means what in the wilderness, and we said, there, what, why is that word extra? Because I already know what it's coming to teach me. It has to be just like the midbar. Uh, 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 it's like a desert; it's ownerless. Okay, sorry, the one I said it's also the because the pasuk says gezera. So the word gezera has to go to land of gezera. There's a lot of different words for that, but the word gezera can mean what? It's a language of what? Of 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 prohibition and stringency. So therefore, it's Eris Gezer, it has to be, it has to be forbidden to get benefit from. Manda, Amar, Asuri, the one who said it's also, I'm Midbar, but what is second? But what is the one who says it's also? What do you do with the fact that it says Midbar, which just sounds like it's okay. It's, 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 uh, it's ownerless, so you can do whatever you want. It's like we learned Hamid Bara, okay, because it tells me what he has to send it to the to the wilderness, okay, okay, and it has to, and it says, because uh, it says on the one hand Hamid Bara, and it says Hamid Bara, it says one, it says you have to send the goat to the midbar, and also says what that the that the that the designated man has to send Hamidbar to the to the desert, and it also says a third time by Midbar he has to send the goat or th- or throw off the goat in the in the Midbar so three times the Rabbos that's all the amplification it comes to include that what that uh, that tells me it tells me for a whole different reason Midbar doesn't tell me what you can get benefit but it tells me in in three more places you have the same. Uh, you have the same rule of throwing the goat off the mountain. Benovid Givon, one time Benovid Givon, that was one place. Shiloh was another place where we had a sanctuary. Obey Solomim and the permanent base of Midrash in Shalayim. So one second. So he says, if you if you if you hold that you're allowed to that you're allowed to get benefit, the one who holds you allowed to get benefit. What does he do with the word gezera, which sounds like what that is forbidden to get benefit from the limbs? He's the words of gezera for this. When it says gezera, the word gezera means cut up. Okay, so therefore what you have to you have to take it to a very sharp cliff. Okay, not just a not just a a hill or or a mountain, but it has to be a very sharp cliff. No, the word gezera also something that's cut up and goes down. So therefore, it has to be. It has to be. So it, it fall, it, it's cut into pieces as it falls down. The or the word gezera again. All these things, other than the, uh, there's just alternatives to saying gezera means it's forbidden to get benefit. So it teaches me what that uh, that it's gezera. It's a decree that if you want to know the reasoning for this mitzvah, Hashem you're not, you're not going to re- realize the reasoning and say, oh look, it's an empty, empty, empty thing and has no meaning. He has no explanation. Talmud you're going to say it's an empty thing. Talmud the pasuk says, Hashem, I am Hashem. 
You cannot second guess me. You don't know, you don't know. That's my decree. Rabbi says it makes sense to follow the opinion that says that the limbs of the torn up goat are permiss- permissible to get, on, to get benefit from. Why? Why is that? Because it doesn't make sense for the Torah to, to, to put a stomach block. Okay, we say, okay, it doesn't make sense that he's going to say, throw the goat off the mountain in a way that's going to cause a stumbling block to people. If you're going to throw the goat off the mountain and those limbs, who knows who, somebody's going to find it. They don't know what it is. So it's going to be possible. A person to take and get benefit. And what's forbidden, the Torah's not going to tell us to do the mitzvah of throwing the goat off the mountain in a way that would cause a stumbling block to other people. Torah Rabbanon, Azazel, he says he has, to, he has to throw it to Azazel. What's Azazel mean? Okay, so he says, you throw it to Azazel. So what is Azazel? She az Az Azazel. No, 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 strong and mighty, or sharp and mighty, tough and mighty, okay, or tough and hard, okay, okay, Yochal B'Yishev, you think maybe you could do it, okay, take it to, to, to a cliff, a place that's tough and hard, but in, in the settled place, Talmud Lomar, by Midbar, no, it has to be in the Midbar, in the desolate place, an unsettled place, how do I know a cliff, Talmud Lomar, Gzeirah, because it says it's, it's sharp, it's cut up, okay, it has to be a place that's cut out from the, cut out from the, uh, from the, from the, from the surroundings. Tanya Idach, we learned in another in another Braisa, what's Azazel? Teach me Kasha Shibahar, it's, it's the hardest of the mountains, the toughest. So it says, but it's Eli Ars Lakach, with Eil is longing for strength. He, he took the strong ones of the earth. Tanadwe Bishma, we learned Azazel, what's Azazel? Shemachaper, Shemachaper. What Azazel means that Shemachaper, Almasi Uzavaz, Azazel. It atones for the, for the, for the, 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 the action of. Uza and Azal. Uza and Azal were two destroying angels that came down from the heaven in the time of Naama, the sister of Tubalchayan, and they took uh, they took uh, wives uh, from whoever they wanted. That was a sin, and therefore this would they, this was an atonement for that sin. Tanarabana, we learn Mishpatai Tasu. You should do my Mishpatim. Now we're going to learn about different uh, that we with this point of not think, of not second guessing God. So you should do my mishpatim. So mishpatim usually means things that make sense according to human reasoning. These are things that even if the Torah hadn't written them, it would be it would be reasonable according to human reasoning. It would make sense to write these laws anyway. What are those laws that make sense for us to do without even being written in the Torah? Not worshiping idols. Sexual prohibition, and murder, and theft, cursing God. Okay, even though it says blessing Hashem, but it means cursing Hashem. And it says you should keep my statutes. Okay, those are things what? Okay, uh, uh, those, those, okay. These are places where the Satan and the world, they attack us for these things. It makes no sense. They can't find any logical reason. What are those things? Okay, not eating pigs, not wearing mixed, mixed garments of mixed of wool and linen, the fact that a person who, that a, that a man whose brother died uh, and left a wife without children has to, has to, has to marry or he has to uh, do chalitza to free or to marry another man, he has to do the ceremony of chalitza. The incredible ceremony of how we, of how we, uh, of how we purify a leper, and, and throwing the goat off the mountain. All these things, they say, make no sense. We understand those are chukim that we have to follow, even though we don't know the reason. Maybe you'll say, look, it's empty, it has no, no meaning. Okay, the Pasik says, I am God, I, I, I legislated these laws, and I decreed these laws. You have no right to second guess me on them. 
said, when does it, when does his clothes become tummy? Tanrabana, we learn, the one who throws the goat off the mountain, his his clothes become unclean, and not the ones who send him, the who accompany him. The one who sends the sender doesn't be, his, his clothing doesn't become tummy. You would think uh, maybe the second he goes out of the wall of the courtyard, not when he leaves the wall of Yerushalayim, uh, maybe only as soon as he goes out of the wall of the court of the temple, Talmud Lama no HaMeshalech. It has to be the one who's, who's who, one who's sending, who's going to throw the the uh, the uh, goat. And therefore what? It has to be time that he's actually sending it off, okay? And not when he's still in the courtyard. So when does he consider sending off? Only, only okay, uh, uh, when he goes out of Yerushalayim, like we said. That, only then is he considered sending it off. If you tell me what, the one who's sending it off, who's throwing it, maybe it only becomes Tame, uh, if it's the Meshalech, becomes Tame, maybe it's only when he, when he gets to the cliff. Okay? And, and the one who does it, okay, which teaches me what? A second he starts, a second he's Yishalim. Okay, so what is that? But specifically, when he goes out of the gates of Yishalim. That was the opinion of Yossi Yomari says no. Azazel Bechibe says he's gonna, he's gonna he's, remember, he's, it says he has to send it to Azazel and he has to, and he has to wash his clothing. Because it says, uh, That's what it says. So he teach me, so he cannot become unclean until he actually gets to the cliff. That's called Azazel. The Pasik says, the one who, who, who sends this, the, the goat to Azazel, he should guard, he should guard his clothing. Then what he says, it has to be what? Uh, it has to be literally when he throws it off the mountain. That's when it becomes tame. Okay, Zarka Babas Roshi, he has to throw it. You know, he has to throw it straight off. You know, straight off the cliff. Okay, Then and then he becomes tame only when he actually throws it off. Okay, now we're up to the mission. I think we'll call it a daf, and we'll start here tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day.